0: Victory Thursday in Duval. I hope everyone is staying safe, staying dry out there as Hurricane Ian sweeps over the state of Florida. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by jenjag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Jaguars at Eagles. It's time to preview this matchup. It's an epic week four game. That means just a little bit more with Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson returning to Philly for the first time. The city that he brought their first Super Bowl championship, their only Super Bowl championship, to a stadium that features his statue just outside of the building. Then there's the fact that these two teams are combined 6-1 and one in 2022 and have dominated opponents over the last two weeks. By a combined score of 110 to 25. Does it get better than this in week four of the NFL? I think not. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can hit the notification bell as well so you do not miss a show. If you want to support the channel further, just check GenJag.com. You can go get some Duval merch. You can also become a channel member. Links in the description below. Jaguars at Eagles Sunday, 1 p.m. at the link in Philadelphia. The Eagles are currently six-and-a-half-point favorites. The money has moved towards the Jaguars slightly throughout the week so far. The Jaguars are in a business-as-usual sort of plan right now as Hurricane Ian again sweeps across the state. The Jaguars are going to be practicing Thursday. They are going to be practicing Friday and they plan on on flying out Saturday to go take on these Eagles, who are undefeated. And these Eagles, they they survived the Lions in Week One, became a shootout where both teams eclipsed the 30-point mark, and then they had dominating victories over Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, Carson Wentz and the Commanders in consecutive weeks, weeks two and three. What makes the Eagles so good? Well. There's a lot of things. One of the most talented offensive lines in football, bar none. No question about it. Run blocking, pass blocking. This group gets the job done. They are well coached. One of the best receiving duos in football. A.J. Brown, who Jaguars fans are very familiar with from his time in Tennessee. And, of course, Devontae Smith, the Slim Reaper. They have different skill sets that I think highlight each other well and complement each other well. Then you add in tight end Dallas Goddard. Tight end Grant Calcaterra, rookie, who has some receiving chops. Miles Sanders out of the backfield. Quez Watkins, Kenneth Gainwell out of the backfield. backfield. Zach Pascal, who a lot of Jaguars fans will remember from Indy. You have a dangerous, dangerous offense. And uh, I think this is the most dangerous group of pass catchers that the Jaguars have faced certainly since week one when they had to go up against Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel. Probably this group is a little bit better than that group, in all honesty. And the trigger man, Jalen Hurts, He has been having a fantastic third season in the NFL and this is a guy coming out of the draft I did believe would develop into an NFL starter, a good NFL starter. Looks like we're seeing that right before our very eyes with Jalen Hurts, second year in this system with Nick Sirianni, Shane Steichen, Um, and he's got weapons, he's got an offensive line. Things are just humming for this Eagles offense. They, They like to take shots, certainly. And Jalen Hurts has been one of the more efficient downfield passers this year. He's uh, third in the NFL in passing yards right now. He's really dealing. He's really feeling it. He has thrown... uh, How many touchdown passes has Jalen Hurts thrown this year? He's only thrown four touchdown passes to one interception, but again... 305 yards per game through the air for these Eagles. He's been looking like the real deal at quarterback. He's much more comfortable in the pocket than he was last year, much more comfortable taking shots over the middle of the field and down the field. This Eagles team, they like to spread you out. Again, they'll take plenty of deep shots, they'll run screens, RPOs, read options. Again, Jalen Hurts, one of the more talented rushers at quarterback in the NFL, probably only behind Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, from a rushing standpoint at quarterback. So this is going to be an incredible an incredible test, challenge, for the Jaguars' defense, a defense that has allowed 10 points over the last two weeks to the Colts and Chargers. Really, really incredible matchup from the the Eagles offense. Shane stacking, calling the plays against Mike Caldwell and the Jaguars defense. Jaguars' defense that features plenty of playmakers of their own, as we all know. Devin Lloyd was just named NFL Defensive Rookie of the Month. You've also got Trayvon Walker playing great football. Josh Allen, uh, the the boys on the interior, Devon Hamilton, Foley Fatukasi, Roy Robertson-Harris. They've been getting the job done as well. You've also got DeWan Smoot and Arden Key as those rotational pass rushers getting it done. Um and then, of course, Foye and a team captain, defensive captain, who's also making a lot of big plays for the Jaguars' defense. And a secondary that, while it has not been perfect, they have capitalized. The Jaguars are leading the NFL in turnover differential. They're forcing a lot of turnovers right now. They're tied for first and turnovers forced. So, excellent matchup between the Eagles' offense and the Jaguars' defense. You got to stay home against this team, you got to stay disciplined. Uh, they're going to give you some window dressing at time. You have to trust your coaching, trust your preparation, which the, the Jaguars coaching staff has done a fantastic job of preparing these guys week in and week out so far. And the buy-in is at all-time high in Jacksonville from the players buying into what the coaches are saying. Again, the Eagles are undefeated. The Jaguars are 2-1, coming off consecutive victories over the Colts and the Chargers by a combined score of 62-10. to 10. Looking at the other side of the ball, the Eagles' defense, I don't know which side of the ball I'm more concerned with this week, honestly. Eagles' offense or Eagles' defense, both of them are loaded with talent. Both of them are well coached. Uh, starting up front for the Eagles defense. They've got Fletcher Cox. They've got Javon Hargrave, Brandon Graham, Josh Schwett, Jordan Davis, the rookie out of Georgia who's already making plays for them against the pass and the run. Hassan Reddick, who's a very talented pass rusher they brought in this offseason. Their pass rush is highly coordinated. Each rusher is trying to get to a very specific spot in the backfield to where If you've got got one guy going high, you've got another guy going low, another guy inside, they're converging and pushing the quarterback into certain spots where they can clean up. That has been their MO so far. Not running a ton of games. They will drop some stunts and different twists in there uh, occasionally, but it's mostly their four guys are going to beat your four guys. They will bring some blitzes. They will show blitz and back out of it. Um, It's not the most exotic defensive front but again, they're gonna show you some stuff that that's good some's gonna be real some's gonna be fake and they have enough talent to beat you with their front four. They have enough talent to beat you with five. Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox might be the best interior duo that they've faced. I think it's definitely a coin flip between them and Jonathan Allen and um, um, Duran Payne for Washington. But then you also have here Brandon Graham, who's playing excellent football coming off an injury last year. Josh Schwett playing excellent football. Hassan Reddick, we all know what he can do. Jordan Davis as well. So this group is loaded up front, and, uh, and they're well coached. I am interested in this because if the Eagles' defensive front is able to really get after this offensive line and make it difficult for Trevor Lawrence, that will be the first defensive front to do that. That has not run a ton of stunts and games up front. The biggest issue the Jaguars had with Washington was the fact that they were switching off. They were having their edge rusher stunt inside, their, their interior linemen move outside. Switching off and having those games up front really gave the Jaguars young interior players trouble. The Eagles don't do that much of that. Now, they have the talent where they don't need to, but I'll be interested. If the Eagles do get pressure, that will be the first team not running a ton of games up front to get a ton of pressure on Trevor Lawrence. So that's going to be a huge matchup. On the back end, they've got big play Darius Slay, who's from Brunswick, not too far from here. James Bradbury, who they brought over from New York. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who they brought over from New Orleans. They have one of the most talented secondaries in football in terms of star power. With Again, Slay, Bradbury, Gardner-Johnson, big-time stuff. A lot of people know CJ uh, from his days at Florida with the Gators. Execution will be critical. The Jaguars have not beaten an NFC team in longer than we would like to admit here. They're going to have to avoid mental mistakes. They're going to have to avoid pre-snap penalties. This is going to be a hostile environment. It's going to be a heightened environment. I think it's going to feel like a playoff matchup with Doug Peterson returning to take on his former team, a team that he took to the playoffs three out of five years, a team that he won a Super Bowl with, a team that still has a lot of players around that he coached. Brandon Graham, um, a lot of these guys, Um, Fletcher Cox, uh Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, you know, a lot of the offensive linemen still here from Doug Peterson's time in Philly. I think those fans are gonna be loud, they always are, but I think it's gonna be an even more heightened environment, and that's gonna make it even more critical for the offense specifically to not have any pre snap stuff, not have any alignment stuff jumping off, um, off, off sides, false starts, you know, any motion type stuff, stuff that they have cleaned up since week one, they're going to have to keep it clean again in this one. Then you look at TJ Edwards. He's been playing very good for them at off ball linebacker, both against the run tackling machine and, um, and as a blitzer as well. So tough, tough matchup for the Jaguars. Both teams have been doing a great job of avoiding the mental mistakes and executing the play designs on both sides of the ball. So I think this really is a matchup of two of the best teams in football right now. That's why I think for a second straight week, the chess match is going to be critical. Shane Steichen and Nick Sirianni versus Mike Caldwell. Mike Caldwell has been on an absolute tear with his ability to uh, get these guys in the right spots on defense. And he is doing such a good job. It, it's confusing up front for offenses. You don't know who's coming, who's not coming, who's blitzing, who's not blitzing, who's rushing the passer, who's dropping. You also don't know what's going on on the back end. They have so many varied coverages back there. Um, they're not, they don't have a ton of tendencies, right? They're not at the top of the league in any specific. Uh, coverage type whether it's cover two quarters cover six cover one cover zero man they're mixing it up and making it difficult for quarterbacks and for offensive play callers to figure out what they're doing back there and when you have that combined with all the talent that they have on defense and the games and confusion they're causing up front it makes it very difficult for offenses to get the job done That's why you've seen the Colts and the Chargers score a combined 10 points over the last two weeks against this Jaguars defense. So yes, it will be very difficult. This will be the biggest test for Jalen Hurts so far this year. No question about it. Then you look at the other side of the ball. Doug Peterson, the Jaguars' offensive play caller. Press Taylor, the offensive coordinator, versus Jonathan Gannon, who I mentioned. They do a lot of funky stuff in the back end. They have a lot of fun. They have a lot of talent. Um, they will blitz you. They'll show blitz. They'll drop out of it. But they're not the most exotic defense out there. They are somewhat similar to what you saw last week. Uh, I think even the the Chargers had more exotic defensive fronts than the Eagles do. And it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if Jonathan Gannon can be the first defensive coordinator to really slow down Doug Peterson's offense this year. The Commanders did not slow down the, the Jaguars' offense in Week 1. The Jaguars' offense slowed themselves down again with penalties, with drops, with some misses by Trevor Lawrence that clearly could have been touchdowns, should have been touchdowns. Jaguars should have dropped 35 in that game. Uh, the Colts couldn't stop them. The Jaguars scored 24 in that game, but that's only because they were up 17 nothing at halftime. They took their foot off the the... Uh, the pedal and just kind of tried to coast in through the rest of that game, keep it clean. And then they drop 38 in Los Angeles against the chargers last week. Uh, So if Jonathan Gannon can get the job done against this Jaguars offense, he'll be the first defensive coordinator this year to do so. Injuries will be a factor for the Jaguars starting cornerback Shaq Griffin, who missed the contest against the chargers last week. He has a hip injury and he was limited at Wednesday's practice. If he doesn't play, you have more Darius Williams on the outside. You have more Trey Herndon in the game. And Trey Herndon played very, very well last week for the Jaguars' defense. Uh, Cole Van Lannon, Jaguars' backup offensive lineman. He has a hamstring, did not practice Wednesday. And Doug Peterson said it's a good chance he probably will not be able to go at all this week. Looking at the Eagles injury report, it's lengthy, but most of it is really coming down to just rest. Um, AJ Brown was given the day off. I believe he had a child yesterday or his wife was in labor. Landon Dickerson was given a rest day. Um, Boston Scott, their backup running back. He has a rib injury, did not participate. Darius Slay was also given a rest day yesterday. He has a back that he's nursing, but I would not consider him questionable for this game. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, all of these guys rest. Um, Josh Sweat as well rest. They were all limited in practice yesterday. Miles Sanders was limited with a hip injury. We'll have to monitor his status, of course. Devontae Smith limited with a back injury. Again, another one to monitor. So, yeah. And then Isaac Simo- Simoolo. I'm sure I just butchered his name. He's one of the starting guards for the Eagles. He's also limited due to rest. So I don't think the Eagles are in a bad injury situation. They have a couple to monitor. Most of, the, most of it, though, from Wednesday is just rest. So I don't think injuries are going to play a major factor in this game. It looks like both teams should be reasonably healthy and uh, close to 100% when they take each other on. Again, this Sunday, 1 p.m. at the Lincoln, Philadelphia. Get your popcorn ready, Duval. Two of the very best offenses in the NFL they, they're they're going to square off with two of the very best defenses in the NFL. Philly is fourth in offensive DVOA while the Jaguars are fifth. On the defense side of the ball, the Jaguars are fourth while the Eagles are sixth. Doug Peterson returns to Philly. Can't wait for it. Stay tuned later in the week for key matchup, keys to victory, bold predictions. If we have time, we're going to dive into Juwan Taylor's resurgent start to the 2022 season. All of that is assuming we don't lose power for too long. We can still get these uh, videos and podcasts out to you, Duval. Thank you so much for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. If you want to support the channel further, you can go check out GenJag.com. Grab some gear. You can also become a channel member. Check out the perks. We've got links in the description below. Have a great rest of your victory Thursday, Duval. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense.